0: Um, something happened. Listeners
1: he- are like, why the fuck are they spending so much time talking about ice so, cream exactly. being Soundwave. Soundwave's grandson? Well, Night that's stream, what you. Save yourself. <laughs> run, boy. Run. Day, run, babe. And- run. Uh, too much energy.
0: Is one of them a squid?
1: What have you done? Blah, 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 blah. Beast Wars once and for all. (laughs) It's like, throw her into the compactor. (laughs) Well, you don't need this anymore.
0: (laughs) Why do you always talk to yourself? I simply have a passion for intelligent conversation. Say Califar! No! Say Califar! No! (laughs) No! No! No!
1: Not that! Tonight. Welcome to episode fifty-five of Too Much Energy On, the Laser comb podcast, where we talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars. I'm one of your hosts, Christopher Siege, and I'm uh, Neo Cal. How's the move going? How did the move go, Cal? I have moved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a been a been a bit of an ongoing saga that's been uh, kind of loosely documented on the podcast over the, loosely, yeah, over the the course of the past like however long. So. Uh, moves all Mm -hmm. moves all done and settled into the new place yeah and
0: um anyone listening uh i enlisted the help of my only able-bodied friend christopher (laughs) (laughs) christopher siege um for an entire afternoon (laughs) of moving things around in a u-haul van um pretty
1: efficiently yeah, everything kind of just, uh, everything weirdly just kind of worked out that day. Yeah. Like, even to the point where we were like, man, can we make it to the dump
0: site? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we got seven minutes. Let's roll.
1: Yeah, and we made it just in time. And, uh, and then uh,
0: somehow um, it was like 5.11 when we got to the drop-off site at U-Haul. And I had it until 5.00. And he didn't try to like be like, oh, well, technically you need to pay for 15 minutes at in- intervals. No, he was like fine with it being like 10, 15, 20 minutes late. So, yeah. and and then <laughs> the the final test was as we were walking to my car, I was parked in like a two hour only zone. And I was like, time to see if there's any additional expenses. Meanwhile, it had been like six hours by this yeah. point. It had, been, it had been like six hours. Uh, Five, five uh, I, don't, I can't even remember An entire afternoon <laughs> Multiple cycles, if you will And uh, no ticket uh, The cheapest move in mankind's
1: history, folks Yep, and uh, we, we did it We did it, we, ladies and gentlemen we, uh, we moved NeoCal Yeah, Now I'm in my new studio apartment
0: yeah, paying more than anyone possibly listening to
1: this would ever be comfortable pay- paying for rent. And meanwhile, it still looks like you are on planet Megatron. I. That's right. Um, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna set up my
0: my studio soon enough here, because right now we're
1: uh, we're looking kind of like this. Uh, for the for the audio listeners, it's pretty much just a barren room with like the what looks to be like the skeleton of a shelf. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, and and there's like a four foot four foot like a random Darth Vader, <laughs> random Darth Vader. Oh, <laughs> it'll it'll be it'll be a cool pad soon enough. Yeah, it and will all come, come together. Planet, planet Megatron. Planet Megatron. Yes. Yeah, and then after the move, we bought $40 in Wendy's and everything ended up okay. Let me tell you how much food you could buy for
1: $40 from Wendy's. Let me tell you what I got. What did... <laughs> I got a Bacon Ranch Asiago Chicken Sandwich, a large chili, a what was allegedly only a medium Diet Coke, because I had originally ordered a large, but she was like, <laughs> "But she was like, oh, we we don't have large right now. Uh, is medium okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that's fine." And the thing is still fucking massive. Like, I'm like, "How fucking big is a large?" Because this is the size that I had in mind when I asked for a large, right?
0: Like the the medium was like a liter,
1: yeah, <laughs> like... or a quarter gallon for uh, the majority of our hmm. listeners out there. Yeah, I have no
0: idea what kind of freedom. Imperial units they they use.
1: So uh, one liter I've, is about a quarter gallon. Yep. Yeah. Today I learned it, It's what they would refer to as a quart. A quart. A quart. Huh. Yes. At least that's my understanding. Uh, American listeners, if I'm wrong, feel free to to tell me. Uh, give, us some, give us some.
0: Give us some. Give us some knowledge. Some yeah. some freedom
1: units. Yeah, reach out, reach out to us on Twitter. I am at Lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B, or the show at Too Much On. Yeah,
0: it's, you know what's weird? Even though like Canada and the rest of the world is on metric, nobody knows how tall they are in centimeters. Man, everybody is like, I'm five foot, six foot, like whatever. I've yeah. never had a friend that's like, uh, I'm 176
1: centimeters tall. Shut up! No, you're not. <laughs> I think... I, I I believe my height is 177.1 centimeters, and I only know that because it says it on the back of my ID. I only know that I'm 180 centimeters because it's it's on my driver's license. <laughs> Wait, are you taller than I am? Yeah, I'm like... I'm five, 5'11-ish. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm 5'10". I guess I never noticed.
0: You never noticed because I... I I look like I'm shorter in pictures because I have big head and I'm thick so I just look like like a, a like a shorter person from
1: a distance well I did just see you in person last week mm-hmm.
0: also I'm often like doing this and that just makes me look shorter
1: than... <laughs> just in a like suspicious like evil villain <laughs> like a
0: cartoon villain hunched just over even. like
1: gracing my palms just scheming. Um, uh, I got some new figures today from EB Games. I can see. Yeah, so I got my uh, Generation Select uh, Transmutate figure.
0: Which yeah, I gotta a- say,
1: so ba- it, so audio listeners, it's he's got a Transmutate, which actually looks pretty hype.
0: It's like gold and blue.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah it's pretty cool yeah the the proper color doesn't really show up on the uh like through the webcam but it's actually a really nice color of blue like yeah one of the reasons why I got the figure the the figure is like a re like a redeco a repaint of the what was the name paleotrex which was like a first wave war for cybertron kingdom figure but they they put a new head on it to give it the head of transmutate
0: uh you're yeah
1: yeah
0: I remember um I, I'm learning a lot about the uh how how toys work from talking with Christopher like week to week like so many figurines are just like like Cheetor and uh a are exactly the same but one's painted white and <laughs> one's <Yep>. painted yellow <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's very... Com- Read Echoes, they're called. It's very common in the action figure world. Yeah. So so I picked this up today because I got a a, a call from EB Games yesterday being... Uh, well, I guess they're GameStop now. They're GameStop Did in call? the US. They, they, they're GameStop in the US, and, but uh, they just recently in Canada finally changed their name to, to GameStop Canada. They'd been EB Games for however long.
0: For 20... 20- as long as they've been in canada yeah Yeah. electronic
1: boutique games is that
0: what the eb is for
1: yeah i remember in like around the time the original xbox came out it was still called the electronics boutique
0: interesting i wonder why they thought electronics boutique was more appealing to canadians
1: than gamestop well, I think GameStop bought Electronics Boutique.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, that makes way more sense. It's yeah. like, in Canada, I would never go to GameStop. I go to the Electronics Boutique. <laughs> For audio listeners, I just did
1: pinky up, pretended to drink tea. <laughs> so when I went there today, uh, I picked up my uh, my transmutate because I had pre-ordered it. And so they called me to tell me that it was in. And... I'm like, yeah. So I got a call that was uh, saying that I had a a transformer come in. She's like, oh, okay. what's your name? And I give her my name and she goes into the back and I'm expecting her to come out with like this little box for transmutate. (laughs) And she comes out with like this big, like stack of figures, like almost as tall as she is. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. I'm like, sweet, maybe some, maybe like Rhinox and Scorponok and some of those other Kingdom figures are out. No, what she, what, so among the things that she has is uh, the Transformers Studio Series 86 Rekgar figure. I can see him now that it's up close to the the camera. I haven't Uh, opened up, which I haven't opened up yet, but, um, and this was also a figure that I had pre ordered. So I'm like, hey, cool, sweet, all right. Um, and also a Dinobot, uh, also Studio Series 86, Dinobot Slug. He's actually Slag in the movie, but Slug, uh, but uh, huh. Slag is uh, a bit of a derogatory term in the UK. So, oh, right, <laughs> a, nor- a Northern Slag. <laughs> um, so they so they renamed him Slug, and he comes with a minifigure of uh. Uh, Daniel in his exosuit. Oh, yeah, look at him. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so I'm like, oh, okay, sweet. Like, uh, all right, nice little figure haul. Even with my, like, edge card discount, this shit all still cost me like $155. Um, you want, like
0: the the platinum edge card?
1: Yeah. Uh, I got it because you saved 10%. And, yeah. you know, on a, on a day like today where I'm like buying, like, several Transformers all in one shot, like, you you really notice the, the Edge card discount? Yeah, yeah. But she also had a, like, a Studio Series Thrust figure from, like, the Bumblebee movie. And I'm like, I didn't order that. And she's like, oh, really? And I'm like, no, I don't, uh, I don't do the movie figures.
0: I do not partake in the recent movie figurines.
1: No, no, I don't. <laughs> To be fair, in the bumblebee movie, (laughs) in the bumblebee movie, like they actually like the first. uh, Have you seen bumblebee? I have not, but I've I've heard that it's good from you and and reviews. Yeah, the first three minutes of that movie is like holy shit! This is actually like the Transformers movie we should have had like from day one. It opens on Cybertron. They straight up look like modernized versions of their G one like forms. Like it looks rad, and they're like. Um, okay, I'll check it out just for that. Yeah, just watch like the first like, uh, like opening like three minutes or so on Cybertron. It's, it's rad. Um, but so, uh, yeah, so there was a Thrust figure and I was like, no, no, that's not mine. And then she had another one that was like, from one of the Michael Bay movies, a figure named Grindor, <laughs> which I'm just like, huh. Which I'm just like, lol, grinder.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's what... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Blindor? Okay, here's my problem with um, the modern, like, Michael Bay era uh, Transformers, is they They all just look like a million parts of metal.
1: Yeah, like a mess of, like... It's a mess. Like, fragments of metal. Like, just... Yeah, Yeah, it's and it looks even worse when
0: they you they give them moving mouth faces. Like I'm I'm googling Grindor right now, and he's just a mess. I can tell he's a helicopter, I guess, but it's just a thousand CG like parts. Yeah. And I'm looking at the figurine as well, and it's ugly. It's just a bunch of like
1: and then there was a ugly man. (laughs) And then the other figure that she had was like. Ravage, which oh. and not cove and not covert agent ravage at your service. That was a covert terrible accent, ravage. <laughs> that was that was much better. <laughs> um, but no, it wasn't that ravage because they are actually coming out with a figure based on that. The, are uh, they, yeah, but it it's going to be like a comic-con exclusive or like some like convention exclusive. So oh, not going to be able to People buy it. That
0: get it or going to sell it for $150 on eBay. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to
1: be like hundreds of bucks on eBay. Oh. So I'm like, well, that's lame. Um, but no, so it wasn't that one. It was just like ravage from like another one of the Michael Bay movies. And I'm like, I'm what? like, dude, these figures aren't mine. I didn't pre-order them. And they're like, oh, well, are are you sure? And I'm like, you're the only Transformer nerd we know that comes in here. <laughs> uh Oh, I remember
0: him from the movies. I didn't even realize that that was Ravage. Yeah.
1: I don't like how they're designed. That's kind of the, the, the Michael Bay Transformers movies in a nutshell. Oh, I didn't realize that like <laughs> that like like walking disaster of like random parts of metal was supposed to be this character. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad that you can prop put into words how I feel about those <laughs> those movies. Oh yeah, it's I'll 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 defend the first movie to an extent cuz it's it it's at least enjoyable and I think Shia LaBeouf is actually pretty amusing in that film. Yeah, I
0: I think so too. I I find it's okay. It's just I can't get over how they're designed. They're they're ugly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, check out check out the first few minutes of uh the the Bumblebee movie because that will be like you'll be like, holy shit, like let's let's just have a movie of this. Oh, okay.
0: Well, there is a oh, you mean just a movie of like Cybertron? Yeah. Okay, I'll check it out. Man, I just noticed I have a dead pixel in my monitor. Oh
1: no. Hand to unsee it. I I I know those feels.
0: Yeah.
1: It's there. You know it's there now, so it's yeah. all you're ever gonna be able to look at. Always. I'll just get it, get it. So what you're saying is that it's time for a new monitor. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, oh, I, I hate my monitor anyway. For some god-awful reason, I bought it and didn't realize you can't adjust it. It has like a completely non-adjustable like stand that it sits on. Mm-hmm. Insane. Insane. In the membrane, perhaps. Yes.
1: <laughs> not that I have one. I'm not a filthy organic. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, um got a got a bit of an update. I, I'm hearing you sniffle a little bit. Oh I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's it, it's all good. Um, but, right before uh,
0: you, you, you update. I didn't take my freaking reactant today, right? And I was fine all day. I was like, oh. I don't need it and then talking with you I was okay and then literally like a couple minutes after you were like hey do you wanna, wanna start and I'm like yeah my eyes start like watering and I'm
1: like fuck off <laughs> uh, I did take some today because uh, my, my eyes were starting to feel itchy and like I was getting a little congested and I'm like not today damn it so not today body not today so while i was out and about picking up my my figure haul um i i went to a, a drugstore uh not the same one that i went to last time and i'm like i need to get some more reactin so instead of going to shoppers drug mart this time this time i went to london drugs oh shit
0: <laughs> london which, uh, motherfucking
1: drugs which uh for for the american listeners which is most of you uh, London Drugs is a, like, uh chain of, like, drugstore slash grocery slash housewares slash, weirdly enough, like, computer store.
0: And also, sometimes, really good deals on food. Yeah. Like, it just That's, has a small food section, but, like, sometimes it's a really good deal. Yeah, it's like deal. two aisles.
1: It's literally <laughs> just two aisles in the store. Yeah, it's like
0: two aisles, and it's just like, oh two bags of chips for 4 bucks <laughs> okay two bags of ketchup chips ravioli a dollar a can <laughs> <laughs> it's the most random store ever it
1: doesn't it doesn't know what it wants to be and that's okay it- you yeah. can do everything so i went to uh, and uh, it, it it's a chain that only exists in western canada um so, uh, I went to London Drugs to, to pick up some Reactin and not Life Brand this time. No, I found London Drugs' uh, store brand. Oh, shit. No. Wellness. <laughs> okay. So, this time, instead of being the same price, uh, which last week I mentioned the, the Life Brand version of Reactin was the same price as Reactin for twice the amount. Right, Running yeah. drugs is uh, wellness brand knockoff of Reactin was the same price for three times the amount. Okay, so <laughs> so I literally drugs. <laughs> so I literally got like thirty uh, fake re- like knockoff Reactin pills for like fourteen dollars. I'm like, wow, oh, sweet, yeah. And uh, I took some today, and they work like a charm. Thirty so no, for how
0: much? For fourteen?
1: Yeah, it was like fourteen ninety nine. Nice. Yes. So keep keep that in mind. I will. People like
0: listening are like, man, I don't fucking care about this stuff. But the people with allergies are like,
1: <laughs> you just you just saved me many dollar. Yeah. If you're one of the. You're one of the handful of people in Western Canada who listen to this show. <laughs> Go we to London Drugs. <laughs> we, we do actually have quite a... I, I, I see the download data. We actually have quite a, a decent listener base now. Um, last month was actually our biggest month for downloads. Um, yeah. Across all shows except for the, the Shadow Raiders podcast.
0: <laughs> playing the violin. I'm miming playing the violin. <laughs> I will go down in that ship.
1: <laughs> um but uh oh, boys, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> but yeah, the, the point is, is like I think like at this point, like 80% of our listeners of this show are in the states. Yeah, so sense. they're like so they're like, what the fuck is London drugs? Well, this is in the UK. Yeah. This is Canadia. I thought you were Canadians. Why do you have London drugs? <laughs> Don't, shouldn't, shouldn't you have Vancouver drugs? <laughs> or well, we drugs. have plenty of those. Yes. I work downtown. <laughs> I see plenty of Vancouver drugs. <laughs> Usually laced with some sort of
0: like terrible, terrible fentanyl <laughs> additive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not, not much, uh, not much, uh, crackhead related mayhem this week, fortunately. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, on one hand I'm like, oh, but on the other hand, I'm like, well, on one hand I'm like, oh yeah, that's good. You know, that's a relief. But on the other hand, I'm like, damn it. It always makes for a story.
0: <laughs> well, but- if you want a story. Here's my one of my favorite stories from when I worked in the hotel. A man Uh-oh. that came in and he he is of the homeless variety had a perfectly bald, like, like it's like his forehead just kept going. And you know how monks shave, like, like the typically shave that like circle at the top of their head, but like, right. like the sides and back grow like a little. It was like that, but that was his natural baldness. So and the, the
1: sides, so the friar tuck.
0: Yeah, the friar tuck, but natural. But the, because... the sides and the back were long and past his shoulders. And Weird. my coworker and I called him Yajirobe. Okay? Um, because he had come in one time um, and he was acting like his umbrella. was like a samurai sword. Like he was going to draw it from its sheath and, and cut us down. So we're like, you know what? This guy's name
1: nickname can be Adjarobi. Was he a homeless dude or just a hipster? Because I've seen plenty of like neckbeard hipster types do shit. There's like no that. way to
0: tell the difference.
1: <laughs> Sometimes, no. <laughs> You're not wrong.
0: <laughs> and I fought with this guy for the last decade, not letting him get free coffee from the lobby a decade, man, all the time, right? Sometimes, like, verbally abusive, sometimes very passive and just leaves, sometimes runs and tries to get coffee and sugar as much as he can, it's just never violent, but, like, not welcome. And he comes up to me um, very recently, And he's like, "Oh, hey, brother, blah blah blah. Can I like spare some change?" And I can't remember who I was with or what I was doing, but I was kind of like out in a public area, and I was just like eating something. I think it was at um, a Starbucks or a McDonald's or something like that, right? Hey, brother, can I can I uh, have some some spare change? And I like look at him, and I'm like, "You don't remember me, do you?" And he stops and looks at me with complete sobriety. And he's like, security? I'm like, yeah. He's like, so can I have some spare change or not? I'm like, no, man. No. If <laughs> my nah, partner bro. was with me, I'm nah. remembering now. No, nah, bro. <laughs> no. And he just completely left the store. He didn't ask anyone else. He just like, <laughs> and he just like left. And I'll tell you one thing, even though he like balded prematurely, he looks exactly the same today as he did 10 years ago.
1: Well, obviously the, the, the streets aren't uh aren't treating him too too badly, you know.
0: But but the thing is, he kind of looked 40 when he was 25, and then he just stayed looking that old. So
1: come see, come saw. <laughs> Uh speaking of which, uh this week on Too Much Energy, we are talking about the fifth episode of Beast Machines Forbidden Fruit. Originally aired on October sixteenth, nineteen ninety-nine. And so the episode opens uh at the maximal base of the moment, and uh Black Arachnia and Cheetor are kind of doing a Morpheus and Neo type thing. Back very and much forth. A- Yeah, very, very much. And Black Arachne is like, come on, stop trying to hit me and hit me. Literally. Yeah.
0: Like, like right from the fucking matrix. (laughs) To be fair, it's highly amusing watching a cheetah stand on his hind legs and like do like a neo and Morpheus
1: like matrix fight. Against a spider. Against a giant spider. Against the spider. And I'm like, well, the spider's gonna win. It has eight legs. But so we got some kind of we got some kind of creature like hiding up in the rafters, like he's thinks he's motherfucking staying or something, about to descend with a baseball bat. <laughs> if only uh, <laughs> anyone who's listened to the show uh, long enough knows that I like pro wrestling. <laughs> yeah, and oh, anyone I'm,
0: listening to the show l- no, long enough knows that I'm not like an expert by any means. <laughs> oh any means, but like I am much more knowledgeable than the average the average bear when it comes to my my wrestling know-how and uh, I am markier than the average bear. (laughs) There we go and it's just enough that I understand Christopher's
1: old old wrestling
0: references
1: Hell, I'm wearing a wrestling shirt right now
0: It is true yeah. It says cease and desist,
1: and it has the Young Bucks on it, but something censored on it. Yep, the uh, it's the the two sweet. This is a pretty old shirt, so even before AEW was around, um, uh, the Young Bucks when they were on the independent scene were doing the like two sweet sign uh, with their hands, which was the thing the. Uh, uh, uh NWO used to do back in the day, which WWE now owns the rights to because
0: oh and so
1: WWE sent uh the Young Bucks a cease and desist order. You're
0: kidding. You can't what do you mean to sue them because they're they're doing this?
1: Yeah, because they're doing the two sweet hand gesture. Yeah that's that's... no there's
0: no legal
1: well and indeed they still do it. Like they they, it was just WWE uh, trying to be petty. Um, they seem like petty bitches. Oh, they—they they totally and by are. they I mean Vince McMahon. I mean Vince McMahon, yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, so there's the Morpheus scene. Yeah, with Sting watching in the in the rafters, it's watching from the rafters, <laughs> and uh, Optimus is like says to Cheetor, basically come on stop trying to hit her and hit her yeah <laughs> pretty much
0: again if you're ever wondering if the writers enjoyed the matrix <laughs> here we are
1: yeah there we are i'm loving how they animate cheetor's face Mwah. i know his cat face in particular he's very cute, he's very yeah, cute. there's one
0: yes yeah, there's one yeah. where he's kind of angry. There's angry shots of him in
1: this episode a lot, and I, I enjoy it. Blackarachnia gets the upper hand on Cheetor in the fight, and then when her backs, tur- she transforms, and when her backs turned, Cheetor, get- tran- goes into robot mode, and then charges at her, and she leaps out of the way, and uh, well, she she like blasts Cheetor with like a, a cyber web thingy Hyper thing, he, yeah yeah he goes back to beast mode and optimus is like man you got to find your center bro bad cat bad bad kitty,
0: <laughs> bad kitty. <laughs> you
1: got to find your center bro and i'm like man shut up let them spar." <laughs> and so there's this bit where like rat trap like still can't transform but like we saw him in robot form last week And I mean, that was due to um, uh, Megatron's, like, transformation enhancer virus. But, like, he kept, like, flipping back and forth between robot mode and beast mode. Now, apparently, he's just in beast mode again and can't go back to robot mode.
0: Yeah, he did it once. But then after that, it was kind of, like, it was failing. So we're back and, like, hey, that was... Uh, th- that's a lesson with you can take shortcuts, but you won't better yourself from it. Right. And indeed, that lesson that he's like learned is it was unreliable and it was hurting him. Don't juice kids. you don't you don't <laughs> take the juice. Sure, you get writ and you get angry.
1: but if you do it too long, your spark will shrink. <laughs> your your rat tail might not be. Might not be what it used to be. <laughs> no. <laughs> At least that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Uh, so yeah, apparently the, the virus has like worn off or something and Rat Traps back to just being a stinking rat.
0: <laughs> a lowly stinking rat who can't even transform. Yeah. So what happens uh, here? Like Like primal gorilla tackles Sting off the top turnbuckle and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that literally happens. <laughs> While the others are bickering, he just yeah, like yeah. Go- goes on a sneaky, covert mission and like gorilla tackles this thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're they're busy like arguing with one another, and Gary Primal <laughs> notices, uh, staying up in the rafters, and then just like leaps up there and goes after him. As oh, he straight up like grabs him too, and. <laughs> He's making this this thing. So Sting is actually a bat. We find out. Yep. And big um, old bat. A big old bat. is making a very unpleasant screeching sound. I might add.
0: Yes. And uh, just like real bats, they screech to ward off
1: predators. <laughs> they also and- e- they also echolocate.
0: Yes, but that's usually imperceptible to the human ears. But these aren't humans. These are beast transformers. Machines. Beast machines. Damn it, I fucked it up. <laughs> Editor, go back and fix that so it looks like I know what I'm doing. By the way, obviously, whenever we say that, <laughs> we know it's never... There's going to be no editing. But our, yeah. our, my favorite thing is to tell Sniddler on the air oh we'll we'll fix that in post
1: <laughs> we never do um, Sniddler, Sniddler being one of our yeah, Sniddler being uh, one of our co-hosts on our reboot podcast Alphanumeric and our monthly Shadow Raiders podcast War Planets yes yes there was a meme for a while where
0: I thought he was like the wholesome member of Lasercom. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I remember that. But now I'm thinking I am. (laughs) Uh, Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It's definitely not me. Wholesome. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you.
0: So there's a part at uh, three. We're watching it on Tubi.TV. There's a part at three minutes and 50 seconds where Cheetor looks surprised. And he's like, over there, there's a
1: bat. And he points with his paw. And I I love it. Uh, Maybe I'll make that the show art. Who knows? There's a lot of good Cheetor faces. Yeah. So and, uh,
0: yeah. they they say something interesting, which makes reinforces our idea of that Black Arachne is like a historian. Cheetor is like, what? There are bats still alive on Cybertron, and Black Arachne is like, there, there were bats ever on Cybertron,
1: and I'm like, yeah, yeah I mean, point. yeah. Cheetor has been in beast mode too long. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh bat sting fucks off and they the Maximals give chase. Optimus is like, he's straight up like like he's 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 gorilla running, and he straight up like smashes through like a bunch of debris. I'm like, wow, this is some like, oh, this is some like Rhinox shit he's doing right here.
0: Yeah, I'm really digging the giant like gorilla smashes through the debris. He breaks open a door. Yeah. Later, like a giant steel, like sci-fi locked door.
1: This part's very video gamey, like it's a chase scene in a video game. I really like the music in this chase sequence. Like it's not the typical like chase music that we hear that like no, it's very electronic, like. It really yeah, it's a new song. We haven't heard it in the show <laughs> so far. And I, I really dig it. Um, uh, it seems like a
0: racetrack, right? For like F-Zero X or <laughs> or something. like Because they're running on these kind of like sloping bridges and roads. And there's debris in the way. And I, I got video
1: game vibes from it. Yeah, and there are tunnels. And yeah, it's like Wipeout or something. There, there you go. That's a good one. Topical at the time. Yeah. (laughs) Played the shit out of Wipeout 64. Uh, Wait, was Wipeout on the N64? I only ever knew it as a PlayStation franchise. But yeah, they finally... um... Yeah, it was on the 64. It wasn't great. (laughs) Wipeout 64. I feel like Sony must have bought the IP at some point. I'm going to look it up. We're
0: going in. Wipe We're going
1: 64. in. Apparently, I can't spell wipeout. Nobody can. <laughs> I, I spelled it wired out. Same <laughs> thing, right? No, not wipeout 2008 game show. Wipeout PS1. Oh. Wipeout video game.
0: Wipeout 64 came out in 98.
1: Okay. So, yeah. The, yeah so, wipeout. Then Wipeout 2097. Oh, yeah. Wipeout 64 is the third installment is, and is the only Wipeout title not to be released on a Sony console.
0: Hmm. It was well received at the time. Um, i like to Zero X better, but what, what are you going to yeah,
1: do? Yeah, literally every other uh, Wipeout game has been on a PlayStation. Wipeout 64. What about the Wipeout Omega collection? That's a new thing. Oh, no, it isn't. It came out in 2017. It contains remasters of Wipeout HD and Wipeout 2048. Oh. There we go, people. Yeah. Well, if you look at the screenshot, go to the, the page for the Wipeout Omega collection. There is a screenshot from the game and it is very Beast Machines looking. There's a uh, like the same shades of blue and as we've as we've mentioned on the show yeah. before this is a very blue show
0: <laughs> the y- yeah
1: yeah especially
0: the underground ones oh this is very wipeout
1: yeah absolutely wow well here we yeah. are well we we cracked the case folks planet so cool. uh, planet megatron is just a a b- series of wipeout tracks <laughs> Uh, Somehow Rat
0: Trap gets ahead of everyone else Yeah And this part's comical Uh, He reaches out of like a a secret compartment Or like a a vent or something And grabs onto the bat And the bat just keeps flying And Rat Trap's like dangling from it In the air Yeah Um, And then they all try to get him But like Cheetor is the one to wrestle him down
1: yeah, and uh, bat sting like throws rat trap down, and rat trap like coils up and like spins along the ground like a wheel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm hearing the show. Oh, my bad, my dude. There we go. Um. So yeah, so the. Uh, some shit happens, and uh, Black Arachnia throws up one of her cyber webs, and trying to catch uh, Bat Sting. And anyway, uh, Gary Primal ends up getting stuck in the web, and then Jetstorm shows up. That he Jet do, Sto- man. Jetstorm and the Viacons I Storm like Jetstorm. And- I do too.
0: Um, yeah, so they're, they're, yeah, they, what, what happened here? Like there's a get your stinking paws off me. You damn
1: dirty ape. Oh, right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Reference I, from, from the bat. Yeah. I, I skipped past that.
0: I, I enjoyed that. Just wanted <laughs> to point that out. That's his first words. They find out it's not a wild bat. <laughs> it's a maximal. <laughs> a wild bat appears.
1: I'd be like, why would they even know what a bat is? I, Well, maybe they saw one on planet Energon.
0: And they, they were there. it a bat. And as we've discussed, humans named everything
1: after what the Maximals called it.
0: Yeah. Like full circle. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, makes sense. Those, it makes uh, sense they, to me. <laughs> they, they were teaching those Neanderthal kids how to talk. They were directly interfering with human evolution. It's, it's canon. <laughs> English came first, folks. Don't <laughs> don't add us.
0: Yeah, so sorry, you were saying jet jet storm shows up and he's like, Oh well, well, it's time to make you all suck my dick.
1: And lasers, lots of lasers. Yep. Yeah, and so the Maximals flee, and uh, Jetstorm and the Viacons like, fly after them, because of course they do. Some more hype music plays, slight variation of the typical, like, chase music, and yada yada, there's another chase sequence. You said early on in this show that, like, you had a feeling the show was going to primarily, like, consist of, like, the Maximals running from Viacons. Yeah. What was that episode one? <laughs> yeah, that might have, episode one or two. Yeah, it was very early on. You're like, I feel like this show is going to become just the Maximals running from Viacom drones all the time. Yeah. And indeed, that's what happens many times. Many times. Sometimes that's they what, fight them and win. <laughs> that's what happens here too. Uh, uh, so yada yada, big chase goes on. Jetstorm sends out this like. Red disc thing. I think it's supposed to be like some kind of mine.
0: I yeah. I was like, wouldn't wouldn't just like blasters be more effective than whatever this guy's doing here? It's supposed to be like an automated drone mine, like a ex- big explosive. Yeah. That like home from what I've gathered about their targeting, because um the bat like screeches and fucks with their targeting in a bit. Yeah. Um, it must
1: seek out like maximal energy signatures you know what it reminds me of is in the first mass effect you can press the back button on the 360 controller and you can thr- right and you can throw a mine that will just spin and sail like directly forward and then you can press the back button again and then it'll explode that is so weird because that's exactly what i was thinking
0: of and <laughs> nobody except you i know you know what all the people that shit talk Mass Effect One were the people that only started playing Mass Effect at Mass
1: Effect Two. I'm pointing at you <laughs>
0: um,
1: and and you, that's right. And Jeff. you <laughs> and Mark,
0: but but yeah, that little uh, mine it, it had its own cooldown. Yeah, you could take skills to like change its cooldown and its effects and stuff like that, and it was so janky to use. But yeah, it could hover in place, yeah,
1: and detonate it sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what it's like. I dig Mass Effect One. What can I say? There so, yeah, was so he-
0: much lore that it was almost like info d- dump. I was like, oh, I don't get it. Are the are the Geth different than the the forerunners? And well, wait a second, that's Halo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking.
1: I didn't really understand what the geth were exactly in the first game. It wasn't until like the second game where I started to actually like figure out what they were. I'm like, I'm like, Oh, what's the difference between the geth and the husks that that's, I thought they were the same when I started playing and I'm like, Oh, okay. They're the same bad. Geth, Bad. and, And okay. What's the difference between them and sovereign? Like, are they sovereigns army are they this they the same race? They must be. Turns out no. It, it doesn't hold your hand with the lore. No, Absolutely it doesn't.
0: Absolutely not. You yeah. gotta comb through that codex for hours listening
1: to that narrator's smooth, smooth jazz voice. Yeah, that guy who uh oh, I can't remember. He he's a really like uh well he's a really famous uh voiceover artist. Like he does trailers and I think he does stuff for Disney and whatnot can't remember his name uh anyway not important so <laughs> Jetstorm shoots out one of these like mass effect grenades and uh sends it off after the maximals but it turns out they're running in like a like a, a cylindrical hall basically a so, circuit yeah yeah uh something so basically, long story short, he throws he throws it after the maximals. They like round the corner and then like hot like dive into like a trench in the floor, and then mm-hmm. the, the grenade goes sailing past them and right into Jetstorm. Well, this is how I viewed it. Uh, apparently, it's
0: confusing enough. We have two different takes. It actually stops, spins, and then comes back towards them. Oh, um, like okay. those like those blades in in wild Wild West <laughs> those stupid magnet blades. That's not how magnets work. Um, <laughs> anyways. Um,
1: and it's magnets coming... are not boomerangs, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> and uh, Bat boy
0: like screeches at it and like fucks with its targeting system and it
1: it hits the Viacons. Mm-mm. Well, I was just going by memory from watching it earlier while I was in the middle of eating dinner. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They pull themselves out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they get taken out. Oh, and, Bad uh, Boy,
0: like screeches at them and it fucks with the drones? Not Jetstorm. Right? It yeah. fucks with the drones and um, their friend or foe recognition gets thrown off and they start shooting each other.
1: Right. Wow. Right. right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Doing doing some legitimate journalism as always here on too much intercontinent. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta document their powers because they're definitely going to come up again, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> much like
1: everything in these shows. Just always
0: perfect continuity. Every single episode
1: always keeps in mind what's going to happen after it. So is this the uh, right here uh, after like jet storm and fucks off? Um, is this the you, you messaged me earlier and you're like, oh, at a part at like 10 minutes or so into the episode, something made you laugh. Yeah. So I watched right. this earlier and. You're going to need to explain this one to me because I didn't. Uh, I didn't laugh. So there's, a, there's a,
0: a part at like 10:20 uh, where that's like, "Oh, they're gonna come back. You guys are gonna have to follow me." And she tours like, "Can we even trust you?" And he's like, "Do you have a choice?" Yeah. And uh, just in the weirdest, like smoothest cowboy voice, Primal's like, "What's your name, son?" And I don't know why. I thought that was so (laughs) fucking funny. Just the way it's delivered. He's just like, what's your name, son? And it just reminded me of like our, like, Cheetor, what have you done? (laughs) What have you done? What have you done, son? And I'm like, he's calling him son? (laughs) Because there's something like charming about a Southern accent person. Calling you son, or if you're a woman, uh, calling you
1: sugar—that
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. no one else can get away with—and I got that. I got that slight feel from Optimus there. It was amusing to me. Okay, that's all. Yeah, and the bats like, "What are we family now?" And leads them to his magic fruit cave. I, I literally, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, so it's called Forbidden Fruit, but. <laughs>
1: So, uh, yeah, the we'll get to the fruit thing in a minute because right. Sorry,
0: I skipped um, his origin story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so
1: uh, and this is what I wanted to point out. His origin story here is kind of noteworthy because this is the first time in either this or Beast Wars where we're actually seeing Cybertron and we're seeing Transformers, not like in sh- the shadows. We actually see like colorful, like the robot dudes. Yeah. Like robot G1 style walking around, transformers robot walking things. around, and I swear they're like sat. We see Soundwave at one point.
0: Soundwave is walking around with this guy, which um, we end up learning his name much later <laughs> near the end of the episode. Night
1: Scream, Night Scream, yeah. If yeah. you're listening to this podcast, you've watched the show before. Yeah. His name's Night Scream. <laughs> um, Night Scream is chilling with Soundwave, it yeah.
0: is absolutely 100% Soundwave.
1: Okay, that's what I thought. So yeah. I guess I guess he was one of the um, the the Decepticons that retired after the Great War. I him and Rav. Oh, well that makes sense because Ravage was alive. There it is. <laughs> so
0: Soundwave had like retired and like must have signed like the peace agreement. And that
1: means Ravage. Um, uh, <sighs> oh that that is a hundred percent Soundwave. Holy shit. And wow, he's chonky. <laughs> they're they're all kind of chonk looking. Hey man, he's retired.
0: Give a break. <laughs> Give him a break.
1: Uh, look, look at the size. Look at how wide that dude is in the butt, in the hips, in the butt. Oh, he's thick. <laughs> he's he's uh yeah he's uh he's put put it on a bit. That is one hundred percent sound wave. It is. Yeah. That there that's the show art for this episode is <laughs> is uh, uh thick soundwave.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna change my Twitter um, banner <laughs> to thick soundwave. <laughs>
1: make just make that your like Twitter handle now, thick sound wave. <laughs> Capital T H I C C. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he gets so. blasted and uh, night scream manages to
1: run into a tunnel so <laughs> it, it kind of looked like he was protecting night scream too yeah yeah like a, a like um i there's
0: no there's no s- such thing as family in here but i got like brother vibes from that like big brother and little brother vibes because he stands in the way and blocks this shot
1: that was going to hit Night Scream, and like he collapses, as Night Scream runs off. Well, maybe uh, considering their con- you know their considerable age difference, maybe he's like Soundwave's great grandson or something.
0: Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That w- Wait, does that make Soundwave like millions, millions of, years of years
1: old? old? Yeah. I like how we said that in unison. <laughs> yes, literally millions of years old. To be fair, they were in stasis lock for a very long time.
0: Right. So technically, he could be younger than.
1: Right. Right. Yes. <laughs> well, because they're from uh, uh, four million years ago originally. But then and then they... they they crashed on Earth and they sat on Earth in stasis lock for four million years and then get woken up. And we know that Beast Wars is set 300 years after. After. Beast Wars is set 300 years after G1. Like Transformers the movie. So we'll say it's set in 2305.
0: Right. Right. And then, oh, so technically when they left planet Energon, because that was before the Autobots and the Decepticons woke up. Yeah this is prior to the main timeline what do you mean because we just watched night scream chilling r- chilling with soundwave right yeah but this is this is in the future this is
1: after oh, right. transformers the movie right right
0: this is this is right, yeah. right. they're back to their normal
1: timeline right yeah they they're they're back in the normal they're they're not stuck we in the trans back anymore.
0: to predicon and maximal timeline
1: yeah Got it. But li-
0: any listeners probably know exactly what's going on, and I'm like, okay. I feel like that conspiracy meme with like the fucking the different like bulletin points or whatever, and I'm like trying to like go through it in my head, and I'm like, it's a conspiracy. It can't be Soundwave.
1: So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll say uh, Night Scream is uh, Soundwave's grandson. Yeah, yeah. Great, great, great. <laughs> to the power of seventeen, <laughs> grandson. Maybe, maybe Soundwave started having kid. Like, maybe he got married after uh, Trent after the war, the Cybertronian war ended after Transformers the movie. So he got he got married at sometime after two thousand five, and this is three hundred years after that. So yeah, it could be could be his grandson.
0: Oh, okay, no, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Okay, you're right. That's that's lining up with the right timeline. Yeah, yeah. I hope that doesn't mean Soundwave's dead. <laughs> I think it does. <laughs>
1: I refuse. He he's just injured. <laughs> he he he's one of those sparks sitting in uh Megatron's auditorium. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of those Which is cruise. creepy if
0: you think about it. He's like holding everyone's souls
1: in stasis. Yeah. Yeah. It's very um, creepy. And it's also like why? Like why wouldn't he just get rid of them all? I guess so he can make Vehicon generals? <laughs> But that wasn't his plan originally. That was just reactionary to the maximals being there. Yeah, that's that's fucked up. Well, like, they let them go back to the matrix
0: and and reincarnate, right?
1: The well the the real reason is because holding them in stasis, uh, like just killing them would Make holding him- them holding them in st- murderer genocide <laughs> well no no but just holding them in stasis uh gives the the show uh, a bit of an objective it gives hope yeah
0: yeah you can save cybertron
1: yeah whereas yeah, if yeah. everyone's dead it's like shit there's nothing we can really do like also, we can what's
0: the point of winning at this point
1: we we can take revenge against megatron but like the entire world's still fucking dead yeah that that would suck more <laughs> yeah Something happens. Night Scream um, falls down
0: a shaft and he goes, and I, I, I blacked out. I, I went offline. And when I woke up, uh, I was like this. Yeah. Okay. There's a trope, and I hate it, where somebody falls down into a cave or something like that, and they wake up and they're, they've magically been transformed. And I play a tabletop game. RPG uh, called Exalted and not one, not two but three people you're supposed to have this magic background about how your character became like a half god they did something like astounding something magical, super brave, they faced an army alone but it's supposed to be epic right? right? a lot of players their backstory is and then I fell into a cave and woke up and I was exalted That's the opposite of what is cool, man. Facing an army on a bridge by yourself, right? And exalting through that huge act of like bravery, right? That's that's how it should be done. I hate the, and I fell in a cave and woke up with magic powers. I hate that. I, (laughs) I don't like it. And
1: I see it everywhere. Anyways, just wanted to rant about that. That's what happens to Night Scream. Back in the um, back when the Vikings invaded and took over England for three years in 1066, there was a uh, good times. <laughs> there was a um, uh, a famous uh, Berserker Viking on, I think it was Stamford Bridge. There, there was a battle of Stam- for the, the battle at Stamford Stamford Bridge. And like one like big like berserk like hulking like berserker Viking like straight up like held the line and like fought off like literally like hundreds of British soldiers, according to legend. I I dig it. I dig it too.
0: I, I'm gonna I'm gonna find out who who that is. Yeah, that look, is how
1: you exalt people. Yeah, look up the the Battle of Stamford Bridge. Okay, well. Man, have you seen the uh the bo- the the bodybuilt, sorry,
0: the the strong the the mountain of a human that plays the mountain in Game of Thrones?
1: Was not he played by four di- like four different dudes the, over the course of the show?
0: Oh, maybe when he was like the spoilers for Game of Thrones? <laughs> but maybe when he was like the zombie version of him somebody else played him.
1: Pretty sure there were several people who played oh, in the his, course of the show when he
0: wasn't in um armor it was it was uh what's that guy's name bjorn thor, thor uh, i can't quite remember
1: i i don't know um bjornson right Yeah, he was played by three different people. He was played by Conan Stevens in season one, Ian White in season two. And then after he he became a zombie, he was played by someone with a name I cannot pronounce.
0: (laughs) An unpronounceable Icelandic Viking or Norwegian Viking name. (laughs) But my point is, I just imagine somebody like that going against a whole bunch of like malnourished like (laughs) europeans from the 10th century (laughs) they're like five foot four right wearing heavy chain mail right like it's raining they don't want to be there right and there's this this like seven foot tall like well-fed like guy in like the the age of his prime like the the prime of his life i mean and he's just like winging an axe (laughs) <laughs> just swinging an axe like like spreading like warm butter on branches just...
1: <laughs> he's just like swatting them away, yeah uh so the so the uh, maximals and bat sting uh walk through this like corridor type thing, and they come to this like open this like underground area and there's a big ass tree there. It's organic a life,
0: growth.
1: yeah. Organic Magic. life on Cybertron. How about that? How about that? That goes so, against everything I stand for.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: well, and uh, indeed, uh, something they're about to do goes against everything Cheetor stands for for some reason. For some reason,
0: <laughs> you thought that too. It reminds me of um, anyone listening to this on our Patreon on our $10 reward list. Uh, we actually cover the
1: uh, Beast Wars IDW um, run of comics. Yeah, the, the ongoing comp 2021 Beast Wars comic book from IDW. We, uh, on, what was it, episode 47? 47 of Too Much Energon. We talked about the first five issues of the comic. Five. And yeah. uh, we've already done number six on the Patreon. And we're going to be doing number seven soon. Yeah. Um, and uh
0: in in the comic um i think rat trap is talking about hey uh like the food ain't so bad and rhinox has this like insane like disgusting aversion to like eating organic food yeah it's really strange like and he's like don't put that in your mouth like that's an order like oh what are you filthy like organic animal and i'm like okay, Rhinox, I'm pretty sure you (laughs) love beans, but...
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, and uh, to that point, so Night Scream is like, oh, this is what I've been eating. Uh, You guys should eat some too. It's like fruit from this magical tree. And Cheetor is like, no, we don't eat food. Uh, We We subsist off Energon. Yeah, yeah, we subsist off of Energon. And I'm like, but you can eat. We've seen in Beast Wars, we've seen we've seen Rhinox eat. We've seen Rat Trap eat. We've seen Pterosaur eat a bird. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, they could eat. Yeah, they um, can eat. So this is this is where it's interesting. They are technorganic in, in beast machines, they're technorganic. Um Transformers. Yeah. But night scream right now is like Beast Wars maximal. Yeah. And that he's closer to an actual animal when he's in his beast mode.
1: Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, that's, that yeah, that's that's what's going on here. Yeah. Uh, so what probably happened was he got infected with the the transformation lock virus that which I don't know. It, it's weird. So it's like uh, uh, Megatron, like all hates organics and yada yada, but his virus, because like when the Maximals from Planet Energon came back, they weren't in their transmetal forms anymore. They were in their like season one, like beast, like purely beast forms. And now yeah. Night Scream, uh, he was just a like regular like Cybertronian, like presumably turned into a vehicle. Um, but after the, this virus like went out, he became a bat somehow. So maybe that, maybe this is why Megatron hates organics so much is because something went wrong with his virus, his transformation lock virus, and it inadvertently turned uh, all Cybertronians into beast formers. And maybe that's why he is so, like, pissed off about uh, beast modes. So
0: maybe, like, Maximals, as a result, um, some defense mechanism transformed them all into,
1: like, beast formers, like you said. Is that what you're suggesting? Yeah. And so, like, which is not what Megatron's original intent with the transformation lock virus was but and so it. and so maybe that's why he hates organic so much now
0: and night scream says the ones that weren't taken out by the virus were all hunted down
1: mm-hmm. i i think that's solid journalism i mean maybe i don't remember like i remember the like i remember like the very i remember how the, in vague terms how the show ends but i don't remember most like plot details So this is just me, like, speculating here. And I could be wrong. It's cool to speculate. Yeah. Uh, So Optimus, like, convinces all of the Maximals to eat the forbidden fruit. Um, But Cheetor is like, no, fuck that. Yeah. Cheetor doesn't do it. And immediately immediately they all start going hog wild after they (laughs) eat the fruit. They all liter- start going ape shit on the fruit. <laughs> they they start going ape shit and hog wild, almost <laughs> literally. Their eyes start glowing red, and they start getting dumber and acting more bestial. And yeah, um, my my takeaway was kind of that. Oh, they've just they basically just uh, become like alcoholics or like junkies, <laughs> like pretty much at the snap of a finger. Yeah, it's immediately addictive. Yeah, and now they just keep eating because
0: they're chasing that dragon.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what they're chasing. No, uh, not...
0: Cheetor doesn't realize that they're they're immediately changed, and he kind of like
1: <sighs> he, he walks away in disgust. He walks away in disgust because they didn't uh, listen to him. Well, yeah, because he he thinks it's a bad idea, and they decided to do it anyway. And there's
0: a part at like fourteen ten when like Cheetor goes up and he puts his paws up against the like the planter for the the tree cuz um uh, uh, primal is like sitting up on the near the tree and it's like the most cat thing ever when he's got like his his cat paws up yeah like where he's sitting i i love that what's happening to you it's like right after the commercial break at 14 yeah or something i've had cats do that Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, and he tries to talk to Optimus, and Primal's like, "Sit, eat, eat. get strong."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he beats his chest, and I don't know. <laughs> I think he does. I don't know. No, he, he does, does. He does but... beat. He does beat his chest. Yeah. Um... And
0: uh, what they they go have a powwow? Night
1: scream and Cheetor? Yeah, yeah. So uh Night Scream like chases Cheetor down, and Cheetor is basically like, Leave me alone, you stupid fucking kid. Um, yeah, and he's
0: all like, You're probably working with Megatron anyway, bat. And he's yeah. like, How dare you say that? Megatron killed my grandpa. <laughs> <laughs>
1: don't don't come, don't you dare uh, say that I'm in cahoots with that monster. Yeah. He killed Soundwave,
0: my grandfather. He killed Soundwave. That bastard. So in the middle of them bickering, Cheetor shushes Night Scream because he hears something in the distance and I'm like, are you telling me a cat's got better hearing than a bat?
1: Yeah, I don't... uh, No, man. (laughs) Look at those ears.
0: Yeah. he, he, He literally flies around using echolocation. Yeah. But... The cat rolled higher on his awareness check, I guess. And yep. indeed, Jetstorm came back with a bunch of drones. Makes just you like wonder he why said he, said didn't he just bring twice as many when he attacked them the first time.
1: So Cheetor decides that he uh, has got to do something about the... Uh, got to do something about this plant. Got to gotta, gotta get the, his Maxipals to stop uh, shooting up. Yeah. So he he notices the like... The like main like uh, trunk of the tree, and like leaps over to it and slashes it with one of his like scimitars. Those are scimitars, and right? Night
0: scream is like no, as if he just killed like a a sacred tree. And indeed, it's like
1: yeah, the tree like the tree like disintegrates.
0: It just dis- yeah, suspiciously
1: <laughs> yeah, like a well, video game. <laughs> Well, yeah, and Night Scream is uh, seemingly mad because he's like, "Shit, what am I going to do now? Like, what am I supposed to eat?" I,
0: I, yeah, I'm stuck in this form. I have to eat organic food.
1: Yeah, which is a, a good point. But as soon as Cheetor, uh, as soon as the tree, like quite literally, like evaporates, <laughs> um, uh, all of the Maximals like come to and yeah,
0: they immediately like snap out of it and and regain their their senses. Yeah. Like it was hypnotizing them or
1: infecting them or something. Yeah, it's uh intriguing. I I dig it, man. I'm like
0: <laughs> this show will every episode surprises me.
1: <laughs> uh
0: oh, I forgot about the the uplifting the when um Primal beams like Oracle magic into Night Scream.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Night Scream gets hurt and uh, the Maximals transform and Optimus is like is like, oh, I need to to reformat him. Which I'm like, oh you you can do that. I, he <laughs> okay. Screw the Oracle.
0: <laughs> I have Oracle oh, powers now.
1: To hell with the Oracle. I'm the Oracle now. <laughs> As he beats his chest. I'm the fucking Oracle now.
0: You hear that? I'm God as lightning strikes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> lightning strikes, the Titanic sinks, you know. <laughs> so indeed he shoots blue energy in from his eyes into
0: Night Scream and Night Scream's got a new form, baby.
1: Closest thing we've seen to eye lasers so far. I'm holding out. Yeah, yeah. Night Scream's got a new form. I kind of dig his beast mode. Yeah. Um, and somehow he doesn't really need to learn how to transform. He just knows right away. He was so watching them ve- earlier in the episode. Very, very, uh, very quickly. Very. It doesn't take him very long. He's like, "I am transformed," and goes to robot form. Let me tell you, I don't like that robot form. So I don't like a lot of things. Right, uh, I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I can say the same thing. But I don't
0: think there's anything on too much energy on. I dislike more than that. Screams robot form. He has an emo like hair cut. I can't handle it, man.
1: He, he has emo hair, and his fucking wings are at his ankles. Like, um, <laughs> who's that
0: Greek god with the? Wings on the
1: boots Oh um, uh, da, 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 da. See all I'm thinking of Is Prince Namor from Marvel Comics But I know it's one of the Greek gods Is it, is it Hermes or Maybe or
0: You know what I mean yeah he's got that his, yeah. his, 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 He's Flying but his wings are at his ankles And I'm like Okay no. Hermes.
1: <laughs> Just No no, oh, I, I don't like it, my dude. <laughs> and that and that fucking face of his. Oh, this I could be show like art, the... too. He where he's like shooting his like sonic blast from his mouth. It's at uh, on Tubi. It's at nineteen oh seven. This could be uh, art for the episode. It's so ugly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. But here's the here's the thing. I actually really like uh, the voice
1: for night's frame. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, he I, I feel like he's kind of taking the role of Cheetor's place as being the like young yeah. kid of the group because Cheetor is kind of coming into his own now.
0: And it and indeed when um they fight off Jetstorm and and the the rest of the drones and they retreat, um yeah. Primes he does that go on without me for no reason even though there's no bad guys around anymore and he's like until i recover cheetor's in charge he was yeah. the only one with that trusted his instinct about the tree and i'm like my man <laughs> cheetor's in charge baby Woo! <laughs> fuck yeah
1: and uh, right away, Cheetor uh, tells the others to uh, make a stretcher to to bring uh, Gary Primal with them. And Rattrap's like, man, he's already barking orders.
0: Oh, <laughs> in charge, 30 seconds, and he's already barking orders at us. Yeah. And I mean, it's a good idea. They're not actually going to leave him there. He's not
1: Starscream or Pterosaur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, we, we see like one piece of fruit left over that didn't mysteriously evaporate. And they, the camera zooms into it and we go like this underground is tricky, man. and we see some like glowing like vines. It's roots, right? Yeah. It's or like, roots, right, right. It's replanting itself like really like
0: rapidly, but it's like almost techno organic itself because it's yeah. like glowing blue. Yeah. yeah, and I think while that's happening, um, Primal like turns to Night Scream and he's like, "Well, are you with us, son?" And he's like, "Yeah, Dad." And Night Scream joins the team. His See, bat we... form, A plus. His robot form, I thought nothing. B D- would... minus. <laughs> I thought I thought nothing would be more ghastly than Rat Trap's robot form.
1: So what you're saying is Night Scream's robot form gets a no energon from you. It, it gets a, it gets a no energon. No, it gets energon, a no energon signifies
0: that, oh man, there's no energon. It's more offensive than that. <laughs> it's a deficit of energon. It's like being in stasis for 4 million years, <laughs> lack of energon.
1: Well, speaking of uh, energon, um, That's been episode five of Beast Machines. Here on Too Much Energon, we rate episodes of Beast Wars, Beast Machines, comic books, and whatever else we decide to review uh, at at any given week. On the Too Much Energon scale, it ranges from a sufficient amount of energon, or derp, I fucked that up. It ranges from not enough energon, to a sufficient amount of energon, to too much energon. Basically, bad, okay, good. Yeah. Man, I can't believe after all these episodes, like, I finally, like, fucked up saying the rating.
0: I think that's the only time. The only that is time. the
1: only time. I fuck it up on the reboot <laughs> it podcast It only took we a do. year, folks. <laughs> yeah, I fuck it up on the reboot podcast that we do all the time, but this is the first time I've ever done it on too much energon. It's
0: basically a meme on, <laughs> on alphanumeric.
1: Um, our reboot mm. podcast, where yeah, all of us <laughs> not nev- knowing the we rating never system, get it right,
0: or we forget one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Cal, uh, on the too much energy on scale, what are you rating? Uh, Forbidden Fruit. I wasn't expecting. Again, it's like,
0: oh man, is this show going to be about the Maximals running away from the Viikons? But those parts are short, and they they mix it up. Ooh, it's a Mass Effect mine. Look out. <laughs> Yeah. Right. So they mix it up, and also Jetstorm, he's fucking hilarious. He's the charismatic
1: shithead, (laughs) right? Yeah.
0: So, uh, man, the the magic tree and the bat. Like, I again, I'm 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 giving it a score based off of the the entire episode, not the sum of its parts. (laughs) Because boy, do I not like Batboy's robot form. Uh, but it gets a too much energy on for me. Like I I thought it was great. And okay. I am intrigued about what the hell is going on with this e- evil tree? Evil? Yeah, I want to say evil.
1: Okay. Um I'm leaning toward giving it a too much energy on, but follow your heart, man. It, I think it's got to get it's going to get a very high sufficient amount of energy on from me. I think the episode kind of drags a little bit in the middle, like when they're doing when they're doing their that. when they're doing their like wipeout chase sequence, like because they do uh, it twice, yeah, are like, chasing the bat and then they do it with the viacons, yeah. Right? And like that whole seek, like that whole sequence, like could be it doesn't really add much to the episode other than just adding chase sequences.
0: Other than letting us talk about Mass Effect One.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh,
0: that's completely fair. They really drag out, but I really like the flashback. I really like the idea of the tree and like how like Primal can he, he's so in touch with the Matrix now that he can uplift other maximals.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I I like the beginning. Um uh, I I like staying hiding in the rafters. <laughs> I like uh, uh, Cheetor and Black Arachnia doing the Matrix fighting, and even I love the that. Cha- and even the chase. Like when they chase down uh, Night Scream the first time, that makes sense. It's That's just fun. it's redundant when they throw in the the Vehicon chase. They could have taken that whole bit right out of the episode. Yeah, agreed. Um, also, I like Night Scream. I like his voice
0: acting. I like him being like the, the young one now um don't like
1: his robot form <laughs> neither of but, us do ah uh, you know what it's going to get a low too much energon oh. like like one like 3 minute like sequence like i don't know it it doesn't ruin the episode it's just like it kind of sticks out
0: that's what i was trying to say that um for me like whenever we do too much galvar too much energon whatever I try not to judge it based on like the sum of its parts.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I
0: try to look at it as a whole, and I go, "Did this give me new information? Was it entertaining?
1: Was it funny?" Mm -hmm. Soundwave dead confirmed. (laughs) Soundwave, uh, Night Scream's grandpa confirmed. It's canon. Yeah, it's canon. It's it's canon. (laughs) Too much canon. So I I think
0: Christopher's saying that
1: it's too much energon. It's a low too much on. It's a very dispassionate too much energon, but it is a too much energon, which means so far we are five for five with too much energon ratings of beast machines. Wow. I can't wait for that to come crashing down. Watch next week's uh, episode. Just be absolutely fucking horrible. Next
0: week's episode
1: is, dear listeners, the weak component Yep, episode six of Beast Machines. Oh, I just read the little little episode descript- little... Okay. <laughs> yep, we'll, uh, we'll we'll find out in a week's time. Cheers. Uh, best way to support the show is whatever you're listening to this on, give it a like, give it a subscribe, give it a five-star rating. Anything. Helps us out with discoverability. Uh... You can also help us out by supporting the Patreon page. Uh patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B, starting at the five dollar and up tier. You get literal hours every week of preamble audio where we shoot the shit of all of our various shows that we do. It's also a fun way to get some like spoilers about what's to come because we usually plan this shit out when we're when we're uh talking, talking during the preamble. So if you want a little taste of what's to come, that's that's the way to find out. Uh, Cal mentioned earlier, $10 tier. You get too much Galivar once a month. You also get our weekly stupid news program. Uh, laser comb tonight. <laughs> and when I say stupid news program, I'm not saying the show itself is stupid, although it kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's what we tend to mostly just talk about dumb news stories. Yeah, c- completely throw away. They tend to often have a
0: Florida man feel.
1: Yeah. Florida (laughs) Florida man feel or someone on meth. Yeah.
0: It's it's not an episode of uh, of um, laser comb tonight unless it involves someone on meth.
1: Uh, there's also the $25 tier, which, uh, gets you our monthly movie commentary track. We just did one recently for Tommy Wiseau's 2003 disaster piece, The Room. uh, I've never seen it before. Uh, which was a lot of fun. It was me, you, uh, it was the whole alphanumeric crew, me, you, a lady glitch and, uh, the sniddler, Mr. Alphanumeric rating himself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, also at the twenty-five dollar tier, you get a T-shirt. After three months, you get to pick; it can either be a alphanumeric shirt or a too much on shirt. Hmm. And this is a new thing going into the uh, into the twenty-five dollar tier uh, very soon. And if you're listening to this in real time, by the time you see this in your podcast feed, there's a good chance that our new show, the Laser Comb Podcast will also have gone live. The Uh, laser comb podcast. The laser comb podcast. At the time of recording, (laughs) we we are going to be starting the laser recording, the first episode of the laser comb podcast tomorrow. Uh, So what the laser comb podcast is, is laser comb podcast is going to be a weekly show where we watch a random episode of a classic TV show could be live action, could be animated, could be a show from our childhoods, could be a show from five years ago. Could be the price is right. Nothing. Nothing is off limits, <laughs> although I th- it should be something a narrative series. So no, no, no game shows, no reality shows. Yeah. Um, and at the twenty five dollar tier, uh, if you subscribe to the Patreon at twenty five dollars, you get to pick the show. That we cover a random episode of, and indeed, indeed, somebody has, somebody has. So the first episode of the Lasercom podcast is going to be about the mid two thousands uh, Canadian uh, live action animated hybrid show, Dark Oracle. And I had never was, even heard about it. <laughs> I had never even heard about it either. I've Before. already watched it, and uh, without getting too much into it, I liked what I saw. I was surprised. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. So if you wanna if you want to hear us talk about literally any show you want on the Lasercomb podcast, uh subscribe to the Lasercomb Patreon for $25. Uh Patreon.com slash lasercomb. Uh social media, uh, Facebook.com slash too much energy on or facebook.com slash lasercomb. You can also follow the show on Twitter. At too much energy on or me at laser comb spelled the same way as the Patreon L A Z O R C O M B.
0: You can creep me on Twitter, uh, neo underscore cal with a K. You can you follow can... my adventures and posting pictures of birds and
1: talking about Dogecoin and <laughs> fighting the landlord. <laughs> And uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Christopher Siege, S-I-E-G-E. I, I, yeah, as you mentioned earlier, we will be back next week with uh, episode 55 of Too Much Energon, which will be about the fifth episode of Beast Machine six sixth, episodes sixth, yes. episode 56 of too much energy These are flying by uh, they did, they are did, flying by did we
0: talk about every level of the patreon
1: <laughs> uh, no no we didn't there is actually a new there is a new 100 tier of the patreon i don't expect anyone to subscribe to it but if you want to uh you will get three t-shirts after three months. You will get a t-shirt for alphanumeric. You will get a t-shirt for too much energon. And you will get a t-shirt for our, the, the laser comb podcast. You can also pick a show for us to talk about on the laser comb podcast. And you can be on the, the podcast with us to talk about it. So if you, you wanted, if you want to do a show with us talking about a random episode of Blue's Clues... All it's going to cost you is a hundo, baby. Yeah,
0: and, and you know what? I grew up babysitting my younger siblings and cousins. I'll talk the shit out of Blue Clues
1: <laughs> or whatever, whatever show you want, as long yeah. as it
0: isn't Babar.
1: <laughs> oh, that's just putting a challenge out into the world right now. Oh shit, <laughs>
0: editor, cut that out. Uh, well, that's
1: all right, folks. <laughs> it, it, uh, special announcement to uh, we coming up not next week but in two weeks from now we have a very special episode of too much energon because that episode will fall on uh, September 16th of 2021 September 16th 2021 is 25 years to the day of the original air date of the first episode of Beast Wars so we have a very hype episode of too much energon planned i I'm, I'm excited. There's uh, where uh, the 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 format of the the show is going to be completely different, and there's going to be a little segment in it that I'm really we've already recorded, and I'm really excited about. It's it it's it, it's a bucket list kind of thing. I'm so I'm I, so excited. I want to talk about it so bad, but I'm waiting. <laughs> I, I, it's going to be a surprise. We'll we'll. We'll, we'll find out. That'll be episode 57 of Too Much Energon in two weeks. Alright. Alright. Uh, that about does it for episode 55 of Too Much Energon. We're going to get out of here. I've been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. And I am Optimus NeoCal.
0: <laughs>
1: and until next week, I am transformed. Stop trying to hit me and hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye i